Let's take a very simple analogy. It's your wedding day. You've been planning it for months. And all you want is a nice, hot, sunny day. It's been sunny for the last two months. You're saying, just on my wedding day, there shouldn't be any rain. Lo and behold, on your wedding day, it rains. Tell me, good or bad? For normal, everyday thinking, it's terrible. And it's not just raining, it's like the worst rains ever. <laughs> Torrential downpours. Flooding. Good or bad? Not good, is it? How are you going to get anywhere? Now, one mile up the road from your house is a farm. And that farmer has been looking at the sky every day and looking at the sunny weather every day and saying, when's the rain coming? <laughs> and on the day, rain comes. Tell me, is rain good or bad? Good for one and bad for the other. So how can it be good or bad? Is rain good or bad? It's indifferent. It's indifferent to your circumstances. When the rain needs to rain, it'll rain. When it needs to be sunny, it'll be sunny. It's completely indifferent to your own circumstances. Who's the rain going to listen to? Both of you, the farmer and the bride, are both praying to the same God. God, please don't let it rain. God, please let it rain. Both of you are doing your adas. Both of you are doing your account parts. Don't let it rain. Let it rain. Bichara rap ki kare. What's God going to do? So, this way of thinking causes your problems. Now the Bichari bride, she's going to be suffering. Not only is she going to be suffering, she's going to go and tell everyone, oh, I've got such bad luck. <laughs> Telling everyone, oh, it's such a bad day. Raining, didn't get to the Gurdwara on time, it's flooding, all that kind of stuff. And on the same day, the Farmer is going out handing out lettuce to everyone. <laughs> what a great day. What a great day. Something doesn't have to be good just because everyone agrees it's good. And something isn't bad just because everyone agrees it's bad. What the universe does is completely indifferent to your opinion of the universe. And that's literally all it is, is our opinions of the universe. First, we need to understand that if we can accept natural calamities as we can't do anything about it, then we have to see all circumstances in life in that same way. Yeah? Because <coughs> when it's natural, the only thing that gives you comfort is the fact that you think, you know what, a hurricane's a hurricane, there's not much we can do about it, an earthquake's an earthquake, not much we can do about it. Tragic, yes, but there's nothing we can do about it. The only reason you say that is because that's the only thing that gives you comfort. Because if there was something you could do about it, that's when you start feeling discomfort. This could have been prevented. Nobody ever says that about a hurricane. It can't be prevented. It's there. It does it. Completely out of anyone's control. 
But when there's things happening in society, wars, whatever, human cause things, you feel worse because you say this could have been prevented. But all that's doing is that that's giving you suffering. Yeah? If it could have been prevented, it would have. If it could have been prevented, it would have. But it had to happen, so it happened. And this is where hukum starts coming in. And one of the first things that you start reading, as soon as Japji Sahib starts, it starts by talking to you about hukum. So, accepting the whole universe as it is at every moment as being ultimately, supremely, divinely perfect. Everything. Everything is perfect, all the time. That's a very difficult thing for your mind to comprehend. Okay, let's give a simple analogy. You've got an infestation of some bug in your, in your house. You call a bug exterminator. The guy turns around and says, there must be a hundred thousand of these. So yeah, all right, how much is it going to cost? So for 50 pounds, all right, I'll come and do it. Comes in, so I'm not going to be here. Just come in, does a spray, whatever, and all the insects are dead. So all right, thank you very much. Here's your 50 pound. How much has it affected you? Zero. Zero. A hundred thousand human beings die in a tragedy that couldn't be controlled, how much does it affect you? A hundred thousand people die by a human tragedy that could have been prevented, how much does it affect you? What's the difference? The only difference is there's somebody of your own kind and your own kind because you identify yourself as human being and you don't identify with the insects. A hundred thousand insects die, you're indifferent to it. The universe is indifferent to it. If a hundred thousand human beings die, you're affected by it. The universe is indifferent to it. Because the universe isn't doing it to you. It's doing it to itself. When you cut your nails, throw your nails in the bin. How much does it affect you? It doesn't. But you're effectively killing some part of you. Yeah, Some part of you that was attached to an alive body, you killed it. You got rid of it. How much does it affect you? Now imagine the universe is doing that to itself, just sitting there, just cutting its nails. A couple of planets get destroyed. It's indifferent to it. It's it's doing it to itself. But the ones who suffer are the individuals who see themselves as individuals. So you see now how you cause your own suffering. The universe doesn't cause your suffering. The universe just has to rain when it has to rain. That's, that's all it's doing. It's saying it's answerable to no one. That's what it means. It is answerable to no one. It asks no one's permission. Who does it need to ask whether it's going to rain or not? Who does it need to ask when it needs to do a hurricane or not? 
you are the cause of your own suffering. Or more precisely, your individuality is the cause of your own suffering. Mm. 